What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Eagle Eye, this is Brown Trouser. Where you go? Thought I'd stop in to say hello. Eagle Trout, this is Brown Eye. It's a go. to the Soul Kitchen Radio Sports Show. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. You have something to say, call right now. 714-694-4150. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. All right, here it is, Soul Kitchen Radio. We are back. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's the grand finale of the football season. 2013, looking forward to getting into 2014. I can't wait for the next draft. I can't wait for for the Hall of Fame game, uh, uh, you know, the college preview stuff. Everything's coming up, man. It's it's. I can't wait. It, it's so sad. I hate this day. I love this day, and I hate it all. all I still about that. Memphis Lou, can you hear me there? 
I, I hear you now. You're breaking up a little bit. Okay, yeah, I'm trying something different. I'm up if my headset, so let me know if I need to just shut this damn headset off and go to the to the regular shit. I feel you. But but also, man, today I woke up this morning, and it's like, man, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm watching the NFL Network. I fell asleep watching the NFL Network, and, and then it hits you. This is it. <laughs> After today, there is no more football until the fall. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, you know, the NFL is trying to make football 20, you know, 365 days. They're trying to make it go all the way around. But what's going to happen with the NFL AM show? What are they going to talk about now? Um, what, you know, they, they try to bring you all into training camp. They try to bring you into the to the uh, to, to Indianapolis for the college. What's that thing called? The college? Oh, for the combine. For the combine. For the combine. You know, they try to bring you in for the combine. And, and of course, in March, March we have the NFL draft, which is always a big thing. And that kind of – but we're kind of going in. We're closing, the, we're closing the curtains for about a month or so, from February to the middle of March, about a month and a half. Close the curtains on football for a little while. And then in March we start all over again with the with the draft, the NFL draft. Everybody starts getting hype again, and then then we hit the com. Well, first we hit the combine, then we hit the NFL draft, and and then we start rolling again. Then we start then we start doing then we start doing uh, mock drafts. But I'm so excited about this Super Bowl, you know. Pretty much, I think just because it's a Super Bowl, I'm not. I don't really care about the Seahawks. I don't really care. I really don't care about the Broncos. I'm going for the Seattle Seahawks today, even though I know the Denver Broncos are going to win this game. How are you feeling about that, about today's game? Let's talk about today's game, Lou. Man, uh, you know, all week and for the past couple of weeks, you know, people have been asking that question, who are you pulling for? Who are your wife pulling for? Who are you and your wife pulling for? And I'm rooting for the Seattle Seahawks, one, because they're NFC team. I'm a big NFC guy. If, if my guys from the NFC beast can't win, then I'm hoping somebody else from the NFC can. Uh, I, I am a, a big UT fan. I, I grew up on Peyton Manning, but, but I had my feelings hurt from him, <laughs> you know, at UT, not winning the big games. Every time he went down to Florida, he took a beating, you know. And I got a bunch of friends who are big Bronco fans, and I, I'm in the mode if, if I can't win, I don't want to see them win either. <laughs> you know, I mean, these, these guys, these guys are are super obnoxious. You talk about Cowboy fans, Steeler fans, and Forty Nine er fans, and Packer fans, and just how obnoxious they are. The Bronco fans this year have been Cowboy, Steeler, Forty Nine er fans on steroids, man. I mean, these guys, uh, they they act as if. Peyton Manning is the second coming. And, and I want to clear one thing up. If Peyton Manning wins today, he will not, I repeat, he will not go down in history as the best quarterback to ever lace them up. Joe Montana, four Super Bowls. Terry Bradshaw, four Super Bowls. Tom Terrific, he has three. His little brother Eli has two. So come on, guys. I, I, I love Peyton Manning. He married a girl from Memphis. He's a UT alum. Good guy, good you know, good wholesome guy. Comes from a great family, great background. He's a hell of a quarterback. 
great dude, but he is not, I repeat, he is not the greatest quarterback to ever lace him up. You know, I, hell, I could go home on this one. Troy Aikman won three Super Bowls. Why don't they talk about him? Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> we, we just watch him talk about other people on TV. That's all we do with Troy you Aikman. Know? We just watch him talk about other people. And nobody gives Three him Super Bowls. Yeah. Troy Aikman, Danny on, White, went to the Super Bowls. Um, it was, yeah, so much, so much history. So many, so many other quarterbacks out there besides Peyton Manning. He's just, Peyton Manning is right now quarterback. The quarterback of right. right now. You know, we talk about Kurt Warner. You know, he could have won two with, with two different teams, but, but he lost that, that last one. Um, but, and, and Kurt Warner came off the street. Kurt Warner yeah. was sacking groceries. Yeah, he was sacking played, groceries. He was playing arena football. He came yeah, in. In a, in a default league. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. That's great. And you know what? Let's, you know, I went back into the archives, and I told you I was going to go back into some of the archives and see what was going on. And I do got something with, with uh, Brian, Brian who, who was on. What's up, Brian? Hey, so I got some. I got some from Brian, and it and it addresses what you just talked about with Peyton Manning. And check this out. This is, I think this is week one of of our fantasy league this year. Check it out. I didn't Peyton either. Manning, he shut me up. This is Lewis. Sorry. <laughs> and Seven Seven one day we'll get to say that to him. He, you know, he lost to Florida four years in a row. So Lewis and yep. I, we both went to Tennessee, and we know Peyton Manning is a choke artist. And I only said he's only beat the Bears with Rex Grossman, who's a cokehead. So Peyton Manning really is stepping up. And, you know, we'll see. Let's not get too excited about the Peyton Manning hype because he chokes in the playoffs. So let's, he's a great regular season quarterback, but at the end of the day, can he win the big game? And that's, and that's the question. Can he win the big game? That was Brian. Week one. Talking about Peyton Manning. Go ahead, Brian. Address that. Uh, you know, absolutely. I mean, like like Lewis said, Peyton Manning went to University of Tennessee, and they should have won a couple of national championships. He couldn't be University of Florida. You know, I'm a huge Gator fan. And uh, he's only won one Super Bowl. He's 38 years old. You know, his career, this could be his last game of the year. Like Lewis said, will he go down as one of the best quarterbacks? Absolutely not. I mean, you got to – you got to throw out the Kurt Warners, the Tom Brady's, the um, you know all the old quarterbacks, the Troy Aikmans, the uh, you know um, you know uh, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Montana's, uh, Steve Young, you know uh, even you know throw out Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer has one Super Bowl. Is Trent Dilfer a great quarterback? No, but Trent Dilfer had a great defense. No, and that's definitely that's, not. That's, 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 he's Trent Dilfer got cut after they won that Super Bowl. That was, that, that was one of the most boring Super Bowls. But this is what I'm getting down to, okay? This is Russell Wilson's time to show up. Yes. Is Russell Wilson going to be the quarterback that a lot of people – That remember when I said – that the Dolphins should have drafted Russell Wilson. I said, I, I said this on the show a couple of years ago. I said, Russell Wilson's going to be a good quarterback in this league. I like his composure. I like that he's a star athlete. I like what he stands for. I lived in Seattle. I, I see what he does for the media, him and his wife. They're wonderful people. I mean, when his dad died, you know, it was very sad. But he's a really good, classy guy. But Russell Wilson will have to throw for 250. The 280 yards just to win that game. 
You can't run the ball to beast mode the whole game and expect to win. You can't expect the defense to step up. Pete Carroll and the offensive coordinator for Seattle will have to have a play up their alley, like a Percy Harvin quarterback sneak, like a Percy Harvin wildcat offense, something out of the ordinary for them to win the game because Denver has a lot of explosive talent. I mean, their receivers are way better than Seattle. Seattle's going to have to have one of these guys like Kirstie or, you know, Baldwin from Stanford who stepped up tremendously. But is it going to be Percy Harvin that's going to take the team to where they got to be? Is it going to be one of the running backs, maybe the, 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 the death guy, um, I can't remember his name, Robinson, that scores the winning touchdown to win? Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, all that he's went through, all the adversity that this guy's went through, and he's playing in one of the biggest games of his whole life, you know. Um, you know, that, that's what the Super Bowl is about. It's not the pain and Manning's. It's not the, the star players. It's the players that people least expect to step up, you know. And that's, and that's what the Super Bowl is, you know. Everyone expects it's going to be these wonderful players and all that. But at the end of the day, look at what could happen with the Giants game. Remember the catch by Tyree? The guy oh, oh yeah. Tyree. Definitely. Yeah, awesome. You know? Awesome. So, you I know, love it. It, it. Let me let me add let me add to that. You know, this Super Bowl is going to be about the X factor, and I agree. I think I think Percy Harvin has the ability to be the X factor for the Seattle Seahawks Good. to to come through and win this game with his with his whether it's a punt return like Deshaun Jackson did against the Giants a couple years ago, whether it's a a, a long bomb. Or Russell Wilson is scrambling and he needs to find somebody, kind of like Doug Baldwin did last week against San Francisco yeah. 49ers. Um, it it's going to come down to an X factor. Marshawn Lynch is going to go off and 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 like we've seen last week, we've seen it took a couple quarters for Marshawn Lynch to finally get hot. He's pounding the ball, pounding the rock, pounding the rock. Finally, he breaks a hole, and then you can't stop him no more. So. It, it's going to be something like that. They do have a chance. They have a chance to win the Super Bowl. But on the other end, I think Peyton Manning is just going to go off today. I think he's. I think it's his time to shine. Um, we talked about, yeah, all the other quarterbacks, but we, we don't talk about Peyton Manning breaking every NFL quarterback record this season. You know, he went off this season, and nobody can deny how bad Peyton Manning was this season from game one. And, and yeah, you know, in defense of Peyton Manning, I could put him up there. If he if he stays with the league and he could win two more Super Bowls and go 4-1 and one in Super Bowl contention, then Won't he happen. could be one of the favorite, one of the best ever. But I agree with you, Lou. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, he might retire after this game. But, see, a lot of people are also not recognizing what could happen to Peyton Manning. He's 38 years old. He has a neck problem. One of the Seattle defensive guys like Wagner or maybe Richard Sherman gets in a blitz and just lays Manning out on the ground. You know, he throws a duck. And then Manning's out. And probably you got Brock Oswald or Tarvis Jackson. He had more faith. <laughs> yeah, you know? Tarvis I mean, Jackson. That, that, I'd that, love that, to see him in the Super Bowl. You never know. <laughs> that, 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 that could happen. But for, for Seattle to win the game today, Russell Wilson has to throw for over 300. Two, two, 250 least, 290 most for them to win the game. They can't run into the, the Marshall Lynch 40 times and expect to do that. That 3-4 defense is going to be on them. They're going to – Denver's defense, I don't care with Von Miller out and 
laid their corners out. They're, don't you think that they're preparing for this game? That that defensive coordinator, I can't remember his name, knows what the Seattle's going to do. So Seattle's going to have to have something. Pete Carroll's going to have to have a couple of trick plays, maybe do some wildcat offense. Maybe line Percy Harvin up as a, uh, a running back at fourth and one, and they go for it. Or maybe line Percy Harvin up as a quarterback and run and put, uh, you know, put Russell Wilson at a receiver. You know, they're going to have to have a couple of fake plays to win this game. Um, you know, everybody thinks it's going to be, you know, Denver, Seattle. At the end of the day, it's going to be the team with the best position to win the game. Who do you have more confidence in in a two-minute drill, Peyton Manning or Russell Wilson? You know, I mean, you know, that's the question to me. In a, in a uh, two-minute drill, you have to pick. Uh, you have to pick Peyton Manning. But, but Peyton, today's game, today's yeah. game is going to be be more about a game of inches. I think that Russell Wilson will get more done with his legs. B. Smoke will get more done with his legs. Richard Sherman will get more done with his hands than the Broncos as a whole. I mean, those, those guys, they're they're a Pro Bowl team. You know. Yeah. They could they could take most of their guys from the Broncos and and send them over to Hawaii and make a playoff against uh, anybody, but in a big game like today, you see some some guys uh, you know wilt under pressure, and and I, I think that's what's going to happen today with the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks they were there uh, once before, you know they were they were on the cusp, they were less than a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I had a big party. A bunch of my friends were uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I got the champagne out. I'm, I'm dancing. I'm laughing. I'm rubbing their nose in it. And then the Seahawks gave up the ghost. I love that game. I love that game. I, I remember where I was. I was with my cousin, and, and me and my wife were watching that game, and the Pittsburgh Steelers won, and I won my $500 from FanDuel. Oh, my God, from Sports Interaction that day. Oh, that, that was it, man. Hey, you know what? Let's let's go back into the time. Let's let's, let's take a trip back into the time warps. So let's see what what Lou said at the beginning of the season. Of, of and it came up to it came out to fruition. So check it out right here. This is Memphis Lou. I think this is week one or week two. Check it out. Russell Wilson, man, Skittles, all those guys, man. You, you're just gonna see a sea of lime green. <laughs> you know, they're gonna reclaim the stadium. You know, it's not going to be Reliance Stadium anymore. It's going to be Seahawks, you know, Seahawks Stadium. The 12th man is going to show up. I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with Russell Wilson. That that guy, he's not he's not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, you know, or or, or Colin Kaepernick of last year. He, he's his own guy. He he manages the ship. He does just enough. And and in today's football game with with so many running backs and, and so many uh, wide receivers, you know, and everybody wanting to compete for the ball. Right now, in my opinion, all you need is a good managing quarterback. You, you don't have to have a guy who goes out and throws for 500 yards, seven touchdowns, you know, or you know, has a 100-yard rushing in the game. If he can just manage the ship, give those dink and dunk passes, hit the deep guy when he needs to, you know, 150, 200 you know, yards a game, two touchdowns, you know, that consistently, that's going to win your championships, man. That's going to win your championships because people are going to believe in you. There it is. And people believe in Russell Wilson right now. Wow. Lou, did wow. you know you even said that? 
Who, who's that prognosticator? That boy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Call him up, Fox. That boy <laughs> Goodness He said, Russell Wilson, you don't need a 500 a 500-yard quarterback. You just need a manager. And that's exactly what Russell Wilson has been doing all season, managing yep. the Seattle Seahawks offense. Yep. And when he's in danger, what, what I love about him, when he's in danger, Russell Wilson just don't look, put his head down and run the ball and, and, and do a slide in his base. No, he pretends like he's going to run, keeps his head down the field, keeps his head up looking down the field, and he finds an open Doug Baldwin or, or, uh, or maybe today a Percy Harvin or a Golden Tate. That's what Russell Wilson does, and that's why Seattle Seahawks are in the Super Bowl today. That's my take. Oh, Memphis right. Lou, what do you think? Man, I'm 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 still just just flattered about this, man. I I totally forgot about that, but but it is true. Russell Wilson, he, he he's not the big sexy guy, you know. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not a Peyton Manning. But but he is. He, he's surely not Trent Dilfer either. But, yeah, but he, he comes he, he comes in that Trent Dilfer frame of mind, you know, just a manager, just a good manager. And, and sometimes in life, that gets you way more than, than being big and sexy, you know. And I, I think today, you know, Russell Wilson is going gonna, is gonna to hoist that trophy. He, he is going to join uh, a, a very, very elite club. On, on uh, January 31st, 1988, my birthday, Doug Williams became the first African-American quarterback to play in the Super Bowl and the only one to win the Super Bowl when the Redskins defeated the Broncos 42-10. to 10. I see it happening today. We're going to have two. It's going to be Doug Williams and little Curly Top. He's going to get it done today. And, and both times, little Curly Top, and both times the Denver Broncos will uh, will go down to pave the way for the brothers to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. There it is, definitely. All right, let's let's uh, you know let let's talk a little more because Lou, you think that blew you away. Let's hear what you had to say on opening day, the first day of the kick, the first day of, of our fantasy football. We're going into week one. We're talking about uh, what's happening. We're all excited, and, and we're going to get this excitement again. When we come back to opening day this year in 2014, we're going to get this excitement again. But, but listen to what you said at the end of this clip. Check it out. Man, Square, it is like Christmas. This is the most wonderful time of the year. The grills are smoking. The smokers are smoking. Man, everybody's happy. We only wish that we could buy some beer before noon here in Memphis. But everybody's <laughs> excited, man. Football <laughs> is here. We have real meaningful games all day. No more grocery sackers versus grocery sackers. No more school teachers versus school teachers. These are the real deal, man. You're going to see some guys today that are going to shock the world. You're going to see some guys that are going they're going to light it up, man. It's going to be a shocker. This year, somebody is going to be a dark horse and come out of nowhere to meet up with the Denver Broncos, and they're going to beat them in the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Did I say going to beat them? You said they're going to beat them in the Super Bowl. A dark horse <laughs> is going to come up and meet up with the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl and beat them. Wow, that, that's prophetic word right there. Yeah, Everybody, I mean, you know, go to Vegas uh, right now. Call them to Vegas. 
put your mortgage. Yeah, you should. You should. You should have bet that. You should have bet those two teams. You went with the money today. Oh you know, my, my buddy's got God. ten thousand dollars on Seattle today. So, wow. They went twenty got 50 weeks million. ago. That was twenty, 20 weeks, weeks ago, ago, Memphis Lou, when you said that. Who did I say was going to be in the Super Bowl? I don't even remember. Let, let me let me see what you said, Brian. Uh, th- this is this is one Brian did say. Look, look, Brian. This is what you said that actually came to fruition last night. Check it out. Hello, Brian. Yeah, Brian. You yeah, I'm going to turn with that, what? or do you say go Eddie Lacy? No, I, I, told, I totally just. Okay, wait a minute. So let me let me set this up. We're talking about we're talking about week one with uh we're talking about going with Eddie Lacy to start against the San Francisco 49ers or Vic Ballard to start against uh, I forgot who they were playing. I think they were playing Pittsburgh or something. But but Memphis Lou went with yeah, Vic yeah. Ballard on this one. You remember this? Memphis Lou oh, went yeah, with, Vic, yeah. with Vic Ballard. Who actually had mm-hmm. more yardage than Eddie Lacy? He had he right. had like 84 yards in that game, but no touchdowns. Eddie Eddie Lacy had 49 yards against San Francisco, and he had one touchdown. So let's listen to the whole conversation right here. What Brian has to say. Hello. First, he sounds Brian. dumb. Yeah, Brian, you uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm you gonna turn with that, or do you say go Eddie Lacy? No, I I, to, I totally disagree. Um, actually, I think I think Vic Bauer, you know. And I got Eddie Lacy on my team, and I believe I got Vic Bowers as my backup in one of my leagues, and, and Eddie Lacy is my starter. I think Eddie Lacy is going to be the steal of uh, the rookie, you know, class. Um, Eddie Lacy, and I, I think how, the Packers. Explain to me how he's going to how he's going to get through that defense in San Francisco. I just think that I think they're going to I think they're going to I think what's going to happen is they're going to probably set up a couple of screen plays. The offensive line's going to open up holes for him. The Niners' defense is not going to be as good as people think this year. Um, I think Eddie Lacy's going to get at least one touchdown, probably in the red zone, for 80 yards. And, I mean, he's going to be their main back. I mean, against the Niners last year, they didn't have a running back. And I think that's what, you know, held them back. And then Aaron Rodgers threw the ball, threw interceptions and stuff like that. I mean, Vic Bauer sounds like a great back. But, you know, Vic Bauer could have a sophomore slump. He came out of nowhere out of Mississippi State last year. I mean, you know, he won me some games. So, I mean – I'm going to disagree with Lewis because, listen, I don't agree with anybody on this. And, and every day if we agree to disagree, I think Eddie Lacy is going to have at least one touchdown for possibly 80 yards. Wow. Okay. So Very good. And Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lacy was the, the rookie great of the guy. year. I mean, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Lacy was, you know, and he's not going to be a Trevor Richardson. The problem with the Packers and, you know, they don't have defense. Don Capers is a, he's just, he's too old, you know, and it's just, He's way past his prime. It was like Mike Sherman with the Dolphins and Joe Philman, the head coach. You know, at the end of the day, the Packers, Eddie Lacy is the guy that's going to take him back to where they need to be. And Vic Bauer, as you know, towards ACL and was out for the season. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this is no Sean Marino's last game. I don't know if people know that, but he's going to be gone. They're not going to resign him. No, they're not. So, you know, so where is he going to go? Huh? Where, where is he going to go? The, 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 you know, Miami should take a look at Noshawn because I like Noshawn. He played at Georgia. You know, he's a he's a classy guy. Wait, he cried. I don't think he's fake like ninety five percent of the football players out there are. And you know, I would love him to see him in the Dolphins. You know, maybe he he might go to the you know the Raiders. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of talks. It's also Aaron Decker's last game with the Denver Broncos, so. 
you know, at the, we need, uh, the, we need the Eric. Decker. Yeah, at the, at the end of the day, you know, who's going to win this game? Vegas odds had the line at two and a half. They, you know, they're, 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 they're basically a lot of people on Denver. I think it'll be 50-50 at the end of the day. And uh, I think the, uh, you know, I think Seattle should win, but my heart says the Broncos are going to get this done. And Peyton Manning's going to retire after this game, and it's going to be no. the end of a good career. I mean, he's 38 years old. It's just, you know, his time's up. I mean, you know, maybe he breaks his neck today, or you know, who knows? I mean, at the, at the, at the wow. end of the day, wouldn't it just wouldn't it at the end of the day just be good if the Cowboys and Dolphins were in the Super Bowl and we were in New oh York instead of me yeah. being in Atlanta watching the Super Bowl? Really, this will be my first time back in Atlanta. I'm not happy about it. I would have came to Memphis, but uh, yeah, you know, I should. This I is what I'm saying. I'm going to say this, and we're going to play this back in 2016 because I'm saying in 2016 the first Super Bowl. At the new Santa Clara 49ers Stadium will be the Oakland Raiders versus the Washington Redskins. A rematch of 1984 is coming to 2016. Oakland Raiders versus Washington Redskins. Put your money down right now because it's 2014, and I'm calling it. Misha is on the phone. Misha, what do you think about that crazy call? God, Don't don't you ever talk about the best. Ever. <laughs> shut your mouth real quick. Kaiserman, and I heard you too. Talking about the best. Talking about the best with a sorry mouth like Kaiserman. <laughs> That's why I think that. Don't, don't make me beat you up like I always wanted to beat this kid up I've seen 17 years ago. Came in the store and gave me a dirty look. I should have knocked his, his lights out. Don't you talk about the best. <laughs> Real quick. Who are you thinking All right. About? All right. So don't talk about the best, man. Misha, what's going on, man? How you doing? Who you got today? Well, I'm over here. I'm uh, giving tours of the lovely city of San Francisco on my double-decker bus. But my bus broke, so I'm over here just hanging out, you know. Somebody's got to tell these Indian people about the bridge, you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that's, that's, my, that's my pain. That's my pain. I was, uh, 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 is it full of Chinese did. people taking pictures and stuff? Chinese, Indian, you know, a little bit of everything. I always, I always like it because I ask people where they're from, and with Indian people, it's always kind of comical because I ask them, you know, where are you guys from, and they always say, "We're from Oklahoma," and then, <laughs> and then I ask them like, "So, where did you guys used to live before Oklahoma?" Like, also oh, lived in Kansas. <laughs> so it's always yeah. the same, same entertaining thing. So, no football, but I do have some Jersey ladies that were just with me, and they're all pretty pumped up about uh, football in New Jersey. So, that's as much football as I got so far. <laughs> and they're here. And, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. They're here, and uh, hopefully my bus breaks down again so I can go watch the actual Super Bowl. Well, the game don't start till three o'clock. We you got plenty of time to to put some put some uh, sugar in that tank of that double decker bus and get yourself mm-hmm. to a get yourself to a Buffalo Wild Wings or something and, and watch the mm-hmm. game. By the way, yeah, to, about Buffalo to, Wild Wings, we're, go to Camacho's house and watch it. Yeah, come on down here and and we got you. We're gonna put some turkey God wings on the barbecue as long as it's not raining damn. and shit. But let's talk about it. Let's the one thing I always about them 
Monday is what is Memphis Lou cooking today? Memphis Lou, right down your lineup, man. Come on. Well, well, well. It's just today. It's, it's going to be just me and the kids. This is my la- my wife's last weekend of working weekends. We're going to do it small. Uh, my my middle girl Caitlin says she wants crawfish, so today we're going to have crawfish. We're going to have crab legs. Uh, I might do some wings. Make one a rotel. I got my uh, Miller Lite, the official beer of the Dallas Cowboys, in my freezer. Uh, it's getting getting nice and chilled and ready. And I also got some uh, Crown Law. So we're going to be on point today. We're going to be ready to root Russell Wilson, Skittles, and the Legion of Boom on the victory against my, my homeboy, Peyton Manning from uh, University of Tennessee. All right. Brian, what bar are you going to be frequenting tonight, and I, who are you going to be harassing during the Super Bowl? Actually, I'm not going to probably be doing anything. I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm actually just, you know, just I was in Re- I was in Reno last year. I was in, I was in Florida last year. I'm just probably going to just watch it at home and, you know, actually not actually have any drinks tonight. You know, I'm doing pretty well with that. And just, just watch it and, you know, I have no money on the game or anything right now. So, yeah, I'm just going to watch it for the love of the game and just enjoy it. I mean, it's, to me, the Super Bowl is just the Super Bowl. It's just, it's just another day. You know, as long as I wake up tomorrow, tomorrow would be a good day. And that's the question. And that's, that's, what I, that's what I throw out to everybody today. You know, guys, be safe out there. The Super Bowl is just the Super Bowl. Don't get yourself drunk, you know kill other people, do stupid stuff. It's just another day, you know. It is what it is. At the end of the day, the Super Bowl for me, if you have no money on it, it's not that fun. I'm sorry, or your team's not in it. I, I hate to say it like that, but that's the truth, you know. I mean, that's just the way the Super Bowl is. I, I think at the end of the day, the Super Bowl is, 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 is fun if you're with, a, you know, a good group of family and, you know, friends like Lewis and Carson and Camacho and Misha, I wish I could be with you guys. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't be, you know, you know, and I will be making a trip up to Memphis, but uh, you know, you know, you know, you're not with your real friends and stuff. It kind of sucks. So uh, no, I'm just probably just gonna chill. Um, I was gonna go somewhere, Gwinnett, but I, I you know, just gonna watch it, and enjoy it, and you know, I hope Seattle wins. I lived in Seattle for a little while. It's not a bad city. The Seahawks fans are really cool. And you know, when I was working yesterday, this woman really got in my face. I go, you know, I was talking to this guy who's a Seahawks fan, and she goes, "Don't you talk about my Peyton Manning." I go and the Seahawks guy was like, "Wow, this woman just like got in your face." She goes, "He won, he he won me." She goes, "He won me in fantasy football." I go, "Wow, man! I mean, Peyton Manning's choked four years in a row against the Gators," and she got so mad at me. It was just like, God, I thought she was gonna start shooting shooting me. You know, you just never know. This woman just got ape ape crap. She almost wow. went. She almost went. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is in a nutshell. I think we should all next year. This is the goal. We should all get together and watch the Super Bowl together. Cause it's going to be. A, we you should. Know, we should year. all. The Super Bowl is in Arizona up. next week or let's next go. year, not let's next go. week. Let's Super go. Super Bowl is in Arizona to... next year. Let's let's make plans to meet in yeah. Arizona. It'll be yeah. nice and sunny and beautiful. And yeah. get us to. And, and who's going to be there next be year? Anybody? I'll be wearing our Tommy Bahama I'm, t-shirts. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, going to go out on a limb, and I'm, okay. I'm going to say it, 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 it should be uh, it should be maybe the Dallas Cowboys and uh, <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Why not? Hmm. Hell, they're Dallas Cowboys Raiders. Why not? Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Why not? Cowboys and Dallas, Raiders. Dallas Cowboys and Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Shit. We're all undefeated uh, right now. That would be. Yeah, we're all undefeated. Go the, ahead, Misha. 
It's going to be Carolina Panthers. They're going to definitely, I feel like they, uh, they're they a damn good team. I feel like they might be might be finally in at this time. How about, hey, how, about something, how about something like this? Super Bowl Forty Nine, Arizona, University of Phoenix Stadium, Carolina Panthers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, man. Yeah, I, like I could see that, too. I like that. I mean, both teams are, are ready to move to the next level. I called – I actually called uh, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals to go into the round two of the playoffs this year. I didn't record I – didn't, I didn't print that out, but I, uh, I called that and it didn't happen. But something else that, that somebody called out that was pretty funny to me when I was looking through some of – I was going through some of the stuff. Memphis Lou, this is one of your – one of your not so great moments of fantasy football twenty thirteen. Take it out. And then, right on my guy Trent Richardson. This dude is a bruiser. He puts you in the mind of when you watch those old Jim Brown tapes. You know, I, I know it's, it's almost blasphemy to put a guy in the same category as uh, as Jim Brown, but this dude is. I mean, he is the real deal. I, I am so high on the Cleveland Browns primarily because of Trent Richardson and the things that I've seen him do, man. I'm expecting him to go off today, go off this entire season. Trent Richardson and the Cleveland Browns. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they're going to knock some heads, and it's going to be a struggle in that AFC uh, North, man. It, it won't be the Steelers and it won't be the Ravens this year. It's going to be either the Browns or the Bengals. Mark my word. Hey. hey. Okay, well, you got one of them. Wow. But, 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 but that's... Maybe that Trent Richardson should have been Donald Brown. Trent Richardson should have been. Somebody ain't bad, man. He had too many margaritas that night. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, that, that was the o'clock in the morning. Somebody stole Trent Richardson's mojo. Yeah, it's called Donald that's Brown. That's who has it, and then we'll see. And it, it's funny because people were talking so much shit about Donald Brown before the season. What do you mean you're going to draft Donald Brown? You can't draft Donald Brown. Why is he even in the conversation? And he ended up going off, you know. So here we go. Super Bowl, Misha, get into a quiet place, Misha. What are you eating he's today always, for the always, Super Bowl? He's always somewhere loud, Misha. I don't He's you on the pier. What do you can eat today? He's a mile away because he's always he has something, you know. All right. Go ahead, I'm gonna. Michelle. I'm probably gonna eat some uh, brisket. Eat some uh, delicious brisket somewhere, <laughs> and uh, probably stop by a place to maybe either get a brisket or an oxtail stew. Oh man, oxtail stew. Yes. Oxtail stew. Whoa, That's whoa. it. Or maybe maybe I'll make my way over to you if I, if I'm lucky. Yeah, if you can get Spark, come on out here. Let me tell you what you're going to get if you come by here. I am barbecuing some turkey wings. That's pretty, not not turkey wings, turkey drumsticks, like like the same ones you get at Six Flags or or, or Disneyland, those those kind of turkey drumsticks. You know, I love those things. We're putting some of those on a barbecue. But our main dish and something that we've done for a while is we're making a huge platter of nachos today we're putting the sour cream the green onions the 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 refried beans the melted cheese um everything is going on these nachos 
and we're just going to tear into those suckers with, with whatever whatever else we decide. We got some cabbage. We might have some oxtails. We got whatever whatever else we can find around here. We're just going to have a goulash of Super Bowl foods today, and that's how we're going to do it. So come on down, Misha. This guy. I got, I got this some. This guy's rubbing his nipples. God damn, without that sound, God damn. Amazing. <laughs> and hopefully I can, hopefully uh, I can get out early, keeping my fingers crossed. Because uh, right now it's still nice and early, so like, come on, baby, don't let let's me go, down. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. So mm-hmm. look, let let let's talk about um, let's talk about today's Super Bowl. We we already talked about who we want to win. Obviously, I'm with. I'm with Seattle, but I think Denver's going to win. If I had money, I'd put my money on Denver. I wouldn't put it on Seattle, but I want Seattle to win. I hate Denver Broncos. Everybody else, we all with Seattle? I am. Brian? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 want, I want Seattle to win. Um, but uh, I think at the end of the day, um, like I said, it, Russell Wilson's going to have to step up and be the quarterback that – we can expect out of him. He was great at NC State, you know, and, you know, Wisconsin, he won the Rose Bowl. Can he win the big game? You can't throw for 180 yards and expect to be paid a man. Just can't. I mean, he beat Drew Brees and he beat Colin Kaepernick, which I think any of us can. Colin Kaepernick's overrated and probably will never, ever get back to the Super Bowl. I shout out to all the Niners fans. You can hear what I just said. He will never get back. He will never get them back to the Super Bowl. Um, if he's not arrested with Justin Bieber, I won't be surprised. Um, but, uh, you know, I throw that in there. Uh, at the end of the day, Russell Wilson will have to step up to be the elite quarterback. If he doesn't, this could actually be a, a really bad Super Bowl. But this could actually be a 35 nothing Seattle win. You never know. Um, last year, the Super Bowl was, you know, the kind of a blowout. Super Bowls, people don't really realize everyone gets so hyped up and all this and that and, when all the glamour and all that at the end of the day. But a lot of them are really not really close games. So it'll be interesting to see top defense versus the top offense, who comes out, you know. And uh, and the big question is, can Russell Wilson take the team to the promised land? And like I keep saying, is Seattle has to have some, play, some, some playbooks up their alley. If they're just going to run the conservative offense, they're not going to win this game. You know, right. they can't expect the, de- the defense just to take and take win the game. Because Seattle, let's be honest with you, they're good, don't get me wrong, but they play pretty boring football. They do. They do. They don't, you know. I mean, Russell Wilson, you know, I had him in one of my leagues in FanDuel. He's not going to get you a lot of points. You know? No, so, he's not. He's not. You know, that's what I'm saying. And they just don't have the receivers, and they don't have a tight end. Like people don't mention, the guy that I mentioned, Thomas. That guy's a sick beast. And then they can go to Tammy. And then, and then they can go to Virgil, Virgil, uh, God, to come and help me out with his name, Virgil Green, something, Virgil something. The third shot, line him up as a running back. So people don't Virgil realize. Virgil from in the heat of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Seattle's going to have to have some playbooks up their alley. And I hope Percy Harvin plays like I know he can, because I like Percy Harvin. But. Right, you know, you know what I would like, laptop, what I would love to see, I would love to see Zach Miller get a get a Super Bowl yeah. ring. I don't know why. He's just a he was a Raider for so long, and we mm-hmm. let him down. Let him down that year when we got stomped by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I, I'd love to see him get a ring. That guy's an awesome player. I always have respect for Zach Miller. So. 
he's one of the reasons why I want them to go ahead and win because he is an Oakland Raider. I don't care what the hell anybody says. Zach Miller will always be an Oakland Raider. Let's talk about uh, – let, let, let's congratulate some of the guys last night from – did you guys get to watch the, the NFL Honor Show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And see all the people great, that won. Great. So it was, it was a cool show. I like that. So, um, hey, of course, ran out of NFL, time. NFL.com Fantasy Player of the Year. And Jamal Charles just ran away with that. I mean, literally, he ran away with that. He was going off all season. Uh, Jamal Charles really deserved that. Congratulations, Jamal Charles. And then let's go to the uh, Salute the Service Award. John Harbaugh for the Baltimore Ravens. Congratulate to him. The Bridgestone Performance Player of the Year, of course, Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions. The greatness, oh, yeah. greatness on the road. Come on, man. Greatness on the road. This guy goes in. He has one fantastic game against, against the Oakland Raiders. He was good, but I think that one game is on the road is what really put him into this little Greatness on the road. Uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. There it is. Greatness on the road. The FedEx Ground Player of the Year. And I thought this guy really deserved it because he worked yeah. his ass off, and you, and you always hate to play against him if you're if you're not if he's not on your fantasy team, you're gonna be hella mad at you got him. He is shady. Shady McCoy. Um, GMC never say never moment of the year. And why the hell did he get this, Lou? Can you can you expand why did why did Aaron Rodgers get the Never Say Never moment of the year when Tom Brady came back from that that <laughs> the deficit against Tom Brady came against back Denver. from that huge deficit against Denver mm-hmm. and and beat them, you know? Well, and but that 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 play, uh, Aaron Rodgers to Randall Cobb. I mean, it, it was it was a long play. It, it, it got you on the edge of your seat. And, you know, the NFL has a love affair with Aaron Rodgers now. They, they want Aaron to be their flagship because they see, you know, Tom Brady's on the decline. There's not much left in Peyton Manning, so they have to, uh, you know, prop prop Aaron up. <laughs> and, but what uh, about the – well, wait a minute. What about that uh, – I'll tell you, a play that was even better than that was last week, two weeks ago, when we watched – Russell Wilson to whoever that number fifteen dude is on his team. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, hey, that, that was good. That was the, uh, Doug Baldwin, wasn't it? No, it wasn't he, Doug he Baldwin. Him, he, he hit him deep, and uh, the, the the two safeties caught him before he could score. But but man, Russell was scrambling, man, and he just saved the day on that one. No, not not that one to Doug Baldwin. The touchdown, the actual touchdown in between oh. the two safeties. That one. Who yeah, that, was that, that was Brian? Good too. Number fifteen. Who was that number fifteen on uh, Seattle? Do what? Who's that receiver that caught the touchdown against San Francisco and Seattle? I know we're a sports show. We should know Kersey. this, but I don't. Kersey. So I'm Kersey. telling you. Kersey. Kersey. Yeah. That's yes. the guy who would never get picked up in any fantasy football nope. league. So, it, but he just made a fantastic play. Now that was better to me than the uh, the Aaron Rodgers to to Randall Cobb play. I'm just saying. Right. And there is more than that. I mean, there, there, of course, there was a whole bunch more than that. So the Pepsi next rookie of the year, Keenan Allen, great, great choice. Keenan great Allen season. wins. Oh, my Good God, cow. great season. Yeah. And, and between him and the, and the NFL rookie of the year, the AP rookie of the year, who was uh, 
who was uh, uh, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy. Mm-hmm. You know, between Eddie Lacy and Keenan Allen, I think that is so. That was a very, very close, very, very close race right there. So I'm glad both of them got a Rookie of the Year award. And then the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, Charles Tillman from the Chicago Bears. Man, Charles Tillman, great man. All all the people who were doing stuff for the for that uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award, they all deserve. Uh, a standing ovation and applause because anytime you, you're giving back to your community like those guys do, then you definitely deserve uh, an ovation. Don Shula, NFL High School Coach of the Year, Mike Grant from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. This guy had seven seven years straight, I believe they said, of undefeated, being undefeated. But why don't they come on down here to to the Bay Area and help out, look at these De La Salle coaches who are killing them to like 50 and 0. Come on over here. <laughs> who cares about Mike Grant? Congratulations, dude. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> comeback player of the year, AP comeback player of the year, Philip Rivers from the San Diego Chargers, and I totally agree with that. You guys agree yeah, with he, that, he player? He lit it up. He, he lit yeah. it up, man. Uh... Misha, what about your, your buddy from San Diego, Philip Rivers? What do you say about him? Misha, Misha may, he may be back on the bridge. He's back on the bridge. He's on the okay. bridge. He's on the bridge giving free. You take, free that, you take that question. The AP player, AP comeback player of the year, Philip Rivers. Brian, you say? Yeah, Philip Phil Rivers had a really good game. I mean, really good year. I mean, to get the Chargers from possibly making the playoffs to making the playoffs is a uh, a big tremendous uh thing for him, you know. So uh you know, but I don't know if Philip Rivers can ever win the big game is the question. But definitely I would uh, vote in him uh he had great receivers around him, you know, this, this tight end that came out of nowhere that did real well. Um so yeah, definitely. All right, so let's go to the defensive rookie of the year, Sheldon Richardson from the New York Jets. Man, dude went off all kinds of tackles. I, I didn't, I didn't catch all his stats. I don't have all the stats in front of me, but Sheldon Richardson, congratulations on that. Of course, Eddie Lacy, the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, the Defensive Player of the Year, the guy we could not take our eyes off of, the guy that made the Panthers go off. Him along with uh, with Thomas. I want to give credit to you. You you were one that was that was big on the Carolina Panthers defense from day one. You know, uh, I remember you telling that your cousin was asking about uh, he needed a defense to pick up, and you told him you know they're not sexy, they're, they're not real flashy, but the Carolina Panthers D is going to represent. And I mean and that that paid dividends, man. Yeah, and it sure did. You know, and every it's funny because every week I I was texting them going, look, I told you about them Carolina Panthers. I told you about them Carolina Panthers. You know, I've been been on the Carolina Panthers for the last two years because if you're keeping score, they've been doing – they've been going off every year. So, in fantasy football, defensive team, the whole team, you stick with them Carolina Panthers. And and that was it, yeah. I sure did. Rivera got him right. That's right. Um, the coach of the year, <laughs> once again, the Carolina Panthers, Ron Rivera. But you know what? I was in between with this, you know, because 
between him and what Andy Reid did in, in Kansas City, that was such a so, – yeah. so, Lou, so Lou, Lou and Brian, in my sure. – what, uh, what pushed Ron Rivera over the cuss over Andy Reid in this one? I, I, I think Ron Rivera, because of the defense, man, and, and, and those guys – and just how gritty they were. I mean, you, you knew that uh, you, you knew that the, that the quarterback was good. You knew that they had good wide receivers. You know, but but the way the defense has just really stepped up this year, uh, it, it just, I mean, it, it, I won't say it was hands down, but um, you know, Cam Newton did what he had to do. Uh, D'Angelo, he he was he wasn't just a one, but but he was decent. Um, and, and they just got it done. And Ron Rivera's a good guy. Uh, every everything I've ever heard about him is that, you know, he, he's a he's a good stand up guy. He's a he's a player's coach. He's that type of guy. Ryan? Uh yeah, I'm gonna tell you why uh, Andy Reid didn't get the uh award. I don't I don't know if the game against the uh Colts was a bit reminder, but uh you know, they were up a lot in that game. And uh, goes into the voting, but that's that's what I think is the big thing. And uh, you know, Ron Rivera actually, the team started one and three, and you know what he did with the team was absolutely uh, tremendous. But I think that Andy Reid's big that, that game against the Colts was a uh, a reason why he was not. All right, Misha, what do you have to say about that? The coach of the year. I think you know the Carolina coach was obviously great. He turned around a. a a team and made him into something that I think Andy Reid was definitely robbed. You know, I think he was robbed in a, in a grand fashion. You know, he took a team that was almost, uh, you know, was just, it was just a laughing stock of the whole league. You know, it barely won any games last year. And, you know, it had that huge tragedy when the football player shot himself. And it was just, it was just a terrible, terrible year for that team last year. And this guy shows up. And right off the gate, right out of the gate, they win the first nine games. You know, they were just a phenomenal team. And, they, you know, they have everything to be proud about. And uh, a massive turnaround year, historic turnaround year. You know, a lot of coaches definitely deserve to be talked about. But Andy Reid was definitely robbed for the coach of the year. And that, that upsets me a little bit because I, I felt like he was going to run away with that award. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm 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 like in between. Riverboat Ron is definitely a great coach. I mean, he, he did <laughs> turn. <laughs> and they call him Riverboat Ron because why? Because fourth and whatever, he's going for it. I'm going for it. You know, he's got the ball. You know, it when I coach when I coach football, we ran this play. We call hog nuts. That was it. It's fourth and one. We running hog nuts right up your right up your face. And that's that. That's remind me of Riverboat Ron. But I agree 100% with you, Misha. I think Andy Reid was robbed of that. Robbed of that he because was. because Kansas City Chief went nine and zero out of nowhere. Andy Reid, you know, he had to turn that whole team around. And his leadership by itself was uh, the reason that team turned around. If they would have kept it, the really was. And everything else, they would have still been the laughing stock of the AFC. You know, but now, mm-hmm. now, now there's some. Now they're a contender in the AFC. If we get, if Peyton Manning retires, the AFC is going to be up in the air. So, the AFC West, that is, is going to be up in the air. So, I agree with you on that. And uh, what else? We had one more. 
How, how, uh, about, how about the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. I am, you know, I, I feel like Warren Sapp. I think Michael Strahan was not deserving of getting into the Hall of Fame this year. He's good. Yes. He, is a, he is a Hall of Famer, but you, you have to think about it. You know, certain guys have to wait a certain period of time. You know, you leave off a guy like Marvin Harrison, who was classy. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. You know, come on, man. Michael Strahan's a good guy. You know, I, I, I like what he does now. You know, he's, he's Mr. Television. He's the, the black uh, Ryan Seacrest of sorts, you know. But, <laughs> but, but this guy was not deserving of the Hall of Fame right now. Maybe next year, maybe in 2016, but this year it was premature. Uh, Michael Strahan gets in, and, and I think the committee got it totally wrong. They could have they could have let Tim Brown in, you know. They, they could have let Tony Dungy in. They could let anybody in except for Michael Strahan, man. I agree, and you know, and on the other side, I'm so happy. Uh, I know Misha, go ahead, yep. go ahead. I know you got something to say about Michael Strahan getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, no, it just definitely makes a damn good point because he definitely, you know, has had a really unbelievable career. He's definitely done great, but a little too a little too soon to to get that guy in there. You know, there are definitely other guys that are more deserving right now, and uh, it's just getting getting elected in his first year of eligibility is a little is a little you know too too quick. And uh, Warren Sapp, you know, a lot of people are saying that he's a just a jealous, a jealous guy, and uh, you know, he's just well, talking too much. Well, he's got to be jealous much, about. He's already in. He's already in, but you know, these guys are always talking about, you know, each other's careers. But he definitely makes a good point that Michael Strahan is not deserving to be in there yet. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> now when you, when you watch the guys Michael Strahan. Yeah, I mean, but wait a minute. When you when you look at Michael Strahan in his last season, you're like you're not you're not looking at him like you're looking at Tony Gonzalez. That's a that's a that's a first a first round Hall of Fame ballot guy. He, he is the no. first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Tony Gonzalez is the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going in regardless. Peyton Manning will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, those will be first ballot Hall of Famers when they go in when they come out. Right. Calvin Johnson, but. You didn't look at Michael Strahan and say, oh, that guy's going to the Hall of Fame as soon as he gets out, as soon as he's eligible. No way. I was surprised to see that also. Um, Listen to these guys on the left off. Yeah. Tony Tony Dungy, Morton Anderson, Jerome Bettis, Tim Brown, Eddie DeBartolo, Kevin Green, Charles Haley, and John Lynch. Come on, man. You could let two of them guys in over Michael Strahan. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I'm looking at the thing. Ray Guy definitely finally deserved to get in. The the yeah, best yeah, punter in the whole league, you know. Best punter in the league put it, ever. Put it on and, your foot. Uh, Andre Reed. Andre Reed probably could have waited a little a little while longer. You know, he was good, but one of those other guys, Tim Brown, was a lot better than Andre Reed. A hell of a lot better. You know, so. But Reed's been waiting since uh, since 2000. So yeah, he waited you know, 13 years. He he, he waited so long enough, years. you know. And Strahan, yeah. Strahan should have waited all that long, long enough too. So, Brian, what do you think? Michael Strahan, Hall of Fame? Uh, now, now I think I think he got in there because of all 
is him being on TV and, you know, I think that guy maybe got a poll. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's just – if he's voted. I wouldn't vote him right now. Um, he's a nice guy. He's on – you know, like, like Lewis said, he's like the Ryan Seacrest of uh, TV. Yeah, of, but, yeah Ryan uh, Seacrest I don't, I don't, of football. I don't think he's – I don't think he's – you would vote him yet. I think he's got some, some pull there. It's how it works in life, man. People don't realize that. It's all about who you know. I think that's how he knew a lot of people, and that's how he got in. That's true. Okay, well, check it out, guys. This is going to be the end until until uh, until we just start having, like, regular Soul Kitchen radio during the week. But no more fantasy football until 2014, until, uh, what, September? We, we'll start our draft. And this year, just oh, no. if, <laughs> if anybody's going back, this is what we're going to do for the paid league. Luke, Brian, uh, Mike. Or Mike's not in the paid league, but this is what, this is what we're going to do. Okay. Oh yeah, you are in the you are in that league. So this is how hey, we're doing hey. it this year. We're going. We're not going to do a random draft this year. Our draft is going to go by by ranking. So if you were last, you're picking first. If you were first, you're picking last. And then we're gonna we're gonna have one keeper this year. So the best player on your team, you could keep him this year, and that'll be your first pick. Oh, what man. do you guys think? There we go. Okay. We've been, I, I, we've been, I can ride with that. We've been three years now. We're probably going to go up to $25. We've been three years now. So we, we've established our group who's playing. And if we get any, any new guys, we'll then uh, – Just shuffle them in. Yeah, we'll just shuffle them in. But, but it's pretty much steady. We've got the same group of guys playing every year. So now we're going to start our keeper league. And my wife is excited. And she says she's going to win finally this year. So we'll see what happens. And that's it, man. Let's get our last words. We're going to start with Misha first. Misha, your last words for the 2013-2014 Soul Kitchen Radio Fantasy Football League. Go ahead. Well, I, uh, you know, I went with the running backs this, this past season. And uh, this, this wasn't the year of the running backs, it seems like. So I got a little burnt. But uh, I'm thinking next year running backs are going to be back in there. And uh, hopefully – I don't finish at the bottom. I am. I'm calling it right now. I'm gonna go all the way out there and finish tenth in the fantasy. <laughs> so. Still on the bottom, but not all the way on the bottom. So I'm just You're not gonna going that prediction. Huh? No, I'm not going for that. That's not my ultimate goal. Ultimate goal is not to fully suck. I'm setting the bar nice and low. That's, that's my. That's my prerogative. All right. Well, enjoy the football game today, Misha. And, see you uh, guys and the food, and hopefully I keep my fingers crossed I'll see you guys. But if not, then I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. All right. And no more no Let's more Boston man. Bombers, all right? Here we go. No, Brian. No. <laughs> Brian. Yes. What are your final words for the 2013-2014 season of NFL on Soul Kitchen Radio? You know, NFL is a great sport. But at the end of the day, if your team's not in there or you don't have money on the game or you're not playing in some kind of fantasy league or something or some kind of relation, it's just a sport, you know. That's why I say at the end of the day, 
football is just football, and that's why baseball is America's pastime. It's still the best sport till the day I die. Boy. Thank God for baseball. Get football <laughs> out of here. Bring back baseball. Red Sox Whoa. World Series champ. 2014. This is the speech he makes when he has no more money. <laughs> but no, what I'm, what I'm saying is football's okay, but thank God it's over. The teams are not I'm in not it. I'm not even it's playing no process. fucking fantasy baseball this year. Fuck that shit. Oh, fantasy, fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball yeah. sucks. Boo. Terrible speech. Terrible speech. Let's get on to the real one. Memphis Lou, give me your 2013-2014 end of the fantasy season, end of the NFL season speech. Come on, I know you got one. Uh, hold, hold on, i, I got to throw my Richard Sherman. All right. Let me tell you something, brother. Listen here, Rick Camacho, he helped his son beat me, brother. It was a conspiracy theory, I promise you, brother. How does Memphis Lou come in third place? I'm a champ, man. I'm a champ. When you put your son up against me, next year I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him. That's what's going to happen when you get a, 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 a solid child like your son up against a champ like Memphis Lou, brother. But in our fantasy league, man, I, I, I did. It was like third place was, was my spot this year. I got third place in our Yahoo League. I got third place in my league. And uh, next year, I'm going to stand tall. I'm going to retool. Unlike Jerry Jones, I'm going to make real moves that are going to help my team do better next year. Drew Brees, you're coming back to Memphis with me, baby. The Memphis Cowboys will win the Yahoo Fantasy League in 2014. And that's the bottom line because Memphis Lou said so. Woo! <laughs> yes. I know Mises said something the, about that. Got, got off the subject a little. <laughs> Brian Kaiserman won the free league. He will win the Yahoo League next year. That's right. That's it's right. Just, that's it's, right. It's, just, it's just dominating, you know, because, you know, listen, sometimes I take some time off, but I am the champion. I will win next year. I'll win whatever free league I won this year with the seventh seed and beat all the ones, twos, and threes. Next year in the Yahoo Money League, I'm going to take it like it's my life. Life depended on it, and I got a gun to my head, and I will step up my game, and I won't trap. But you already made the speech. No, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't, Misha. And I will win. Like Richard Sherman said. Richard Sherman's already been quoted, damn it. <laughs> will, you, you, you will see Brian will dominate next year. Okay, so, so we, only got one, we only got one question for you, Brian. When sure. are you going to pay Memphis Lou for 2012? <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't need to bring that. I will. I will. Brother, I'm, I'm going to take that money out of his ass, brother. I'm going to beat him down. What I'm, you going to do? Memphis Lewis is going to call his friends When I'm in Memphis, Lewis and I will have a good time, and he knows. He knows. He is going to call his friends in Florida there. and have them pull your ass <laughs> over and give you 12 parking tickets <laughs> <laughs> until you pay that damn money. No, <laughs> I Memphis, don't trust me. Wait, Memphis Blue, are you a traffic officer? No, no. I'm, 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 I'm an okay. office, I'm, I'm yeah, office guy. Oh, okay, okay. We he, went to college. He is, Memphis Lou is, is the equivalent to, uh, to Will, Will Ferrell in that, in that movie with Marky Mark. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What the hell is that movie called? That was, um... Damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> What's the name of that movie with Will Ferrell and Marky Mark when they're cops? Oh, uh, 
Mm. Oh, nobody knows. Nobody can figure it out right now. But that Memphis oh, News, you have a, the the one with Marky Mark and Will Ferrell. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I I can't I can't remember what is it. Yeah, cop something. But anyway, it, yeah, Memphis Lou got his wooden his wooden uh, his wooden gun in his office and his and his bad woman at home. <laughs> there, it <is. laughs> there it is. So let me tell you guys, this is this is my 2013-2014 speech. I'm writing it in my head as we as we think about it right now. 2013, I learned something. I had one player, one bad move kept me from my $500 payout in the ESPN league. I picked up who the hell was that that I picked up? I picked up uh oh man, I can't even think right now. I was so upset about that. That one move I picked up George Bell off of the waiver wire, but because Steven Jackson, I didn't know if he came back, I played Jacquez Rogers that day. George Bell Ooh. went off for 32 points. Jacquez Rogers got me four points, and that one move kicked me out of the playoffs for the ESPN League, put me into fifth place. Ever since then, I, I continued watching my score from then. I wasn't in the playoffs. I was in this fucking little, yeah, you can still play. We're just going to add up your points <laughs> thing at the end. But I had more points than everybody else throughout the wow. rest of the season. But that one move killed me in 2013-2014. So in 2014, going to 2015, this is what I'm going to tell you. I learned from my mistake. I will come back, and I will get my $500 from the ESPN League, <laughs> and I will, be, I will bring that championship from, from Memphis, from South Memphis, from the Memphis Tigers, from the Buffalo Empire, from all those people that we play in that I don't even know in that league. Send me your money because it was like the Buffalo Empire or something won that league. Yeah, yeah, he's, and, he's, he's oh, a cop. Wow. He's a cop. He's a good dude, man. Good yeah, dude, real and, uh, and, Ricky didn't and win. I, will, I didn't win because I just told you why I didn't win because I made one stupid mistake that I learned from. And George Bell went off the rest of the year. Oh, my God. That one mistake had me going. And this year, I can tell you, in coming into 2014, 2015, the Kraken – will not win in the Soul Kitchen Radio League. I'm telling you now, Sean, how long you are not going to win because I am going to take you out. Yes, I am. Memphis Luke is going to take you out. Right, man is yes. going to take you out, Sean. Yes. We are all going to take out the Kraken in 2014. You're Mark Kraken. What? The Kraken's got to go down. I took him out on the free week. Yeah, yeah, you took them out in the free league. And, and in fact, we're even going to have, in the free league, we're going to have Misha almost beat you. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have Misha, right? We're going to have Misha almost yeah. beat you in the free league. But, anyway, you know what, right. guys? You guys are the best, man. Soul Kitchen Radio, fantasy yeah, football. I can't wait till next season. We will keep in contact. Follow me on Twitter, at Soul Kitchen Radio. In Memphis, Lou, tell them your Twitter. At Nature Boy, Roman numeral four, baby. Woo! Nature Boy, I And I'll have a Twitter by then, too. Okay, Misha's going to have his Twitter. 
Brian, do you even use your Twitter? I, I see no. Brian. I, I see Brian's look. I see Brian's Twitter feed, and he's like, "Hey, Adrian Peterson, contact me." Hey. Call me, because I don't really use it that much, and I don't. I don't. Hey, I don't Frank Gore, stuck. call me. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, 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 that doesn't work I don't care about any of these freaking athletes but myself. At the end of the day, i got a perfect message for everybody. Don't care about anybody but yourself. Just take care of yourself. I mean, Louis, you got kids, and uh, I know you got to take care of your kids, but at the end of the day, it's all about yourself. And that's, that's what uh-huh. it boils down to. I hate to say it. Oh, that's, that's the, the wise mother, Brian Kaiserman. And I'm, you know, <laughs> mother <laughs> Teresa Kaiserman. For that, yeah, ne- next year, next year, let's all do the Super Bowl. That'll be fun. That's that's a game plan. We should do it. We just got to get a plan. Next out. year, we're gonna have a live yeah, show in Arizona for the Super Arizona. Bowl. And the year after that, <laughs> the year after that, we have no choice because in 2016, the Raiders and the Redskins and the Super Bowl will be in Santa Clara. We are there. That's it. We're there. Here to That's be. It, man. You have to come to me. I will be at the NFL Spirits. I'll be at everything in 2016. So, that's I'll, where it's I'll go. see you guys, man. I'm about to go and have a uh, finish celebrating so my birthday, my birthday bunch. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, uh, Ms. Lou. And so, to get it. For, so, so, when we're leaving here, wait a minute, Lou. We got we to gotta give you... Here you go, Memphis Lou. It's for you. Happy birthday to you. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Give your Happy heart to Jesus. I was to the core. There will Let be a magic birthday. show at 0930. Chaplain Charlie will tell you about how the free world will conquer communism with the aid of God and a few Marines. God has a hard-on for Marines because we kill everything we see. He plays his games we play ours to show our appreciation for so much power we keep heaven packed with fresh souls god was here before the marine corps so you can give your heart to jesus but your ass belongs to the corps see you ladies (laughs) (laughs) sir yes sir and one more time for Lou. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> All right, fellas. That's, awesome. that's it. We're out of here. Let's enjoy this. All right, guys. Let's enjoy this game in the today. Fall. And I'll see, see y'all guys. in the fall. It's all see good. Guys. See y'all on Facebook. Follow follow Brian on Facebook so you can see 
all the crazy radical shit. You you wouldn't believe all the messages he sends me on Facebook. Every time I click on Facebook, here's a message. Hi, hi, Rick. I, I don't I don't put I don't post much on Facebook actually that much anymore. I'm not really on there. Yeah. Got a hard on for Once Jeff Ireland. Once you decipher Ireland, it, it makes sense. Do I have to do like some deciphering? It's hard on for Jeff Ireland. deciphering. Man, all right, it's out of here. Let's go, Brian. Don't ask me about your jersey. I got your jersey. I'm giving you a Miami Dolphins jersey. It's all good. We're out. I'm out. All right, peace. Love y'all, man. Hey. See ya. We're out. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. Gone. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.